Did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com audio. This episode of Nobody's Listening is brought to you by Bluehost Hosting, unlimited space, unlimited host, and unlimited bandwidth. Check it out today, nlcast.com slash bluehost. And also brought to you by an awesome group of people that support this show monthly at nlcast.com slash kids. Thanks to all of you. Yeah. I got a bad feeling about this. No. Nobody's listening, where we tell funny life stories and invite you to do the same. Hey, how you doing, podcast people? How are you? Really? Just shout it out wherever you're at. Just say, I'm doing fine. How are you? And then I will say, I'm doing great. And I'm glad to be back. Another episode of Nobody's Listening, telling funny life stories, yours and ours. This is episode 181, brought to you the week of October 4, 2011. I'm your host. My name is James, and with me is John. I love my new portrait, Steinklobber. How you doing, John? Yeah, I'm doing good, buddy. Yeah, and you? I'm doing great. I I am. It's you wonderful. already said that, didn't you? I did, but I I'm doing so great. I I can I can stand to repeat it. He's got a double blessing, y'all. That's right. So why do you love your portrait this week? What's the deal? You're like all over Twitter about your portrait. Well, I don't know if you been paying attention a lot but i haven't been on twitter in a while yeah i have been noticing been, that's why your nicknames have sucked because <laughs> i yeah <laughs> that's where i pull nicknames from <laughs> twitter and today i just had an opportunity to reestablish my connections and um you remembered your just, password don't even lie I, <laughs> I forgot my password yeah that's what it was and so i had to update my um um, you know, my profile with I, the new awesome picture that you made. I really appreciate that. Yeah, we updated the Nobody's Listening logo, uh, the show art, um, and we had to age ourselves. It was a little sad. I had to make, <laughs> I had to make myself fatter, and uh, and then I had to recede John's hairline and give him a beard. <laughs> and put a little gray in that beard, yeah. too, man. On both, on both counts, that. for that matter. <laughs> Where does that stuff come from? We're not old enough for that junk. I don't know. Mine's mine's so gray, it's almost getting transparent. You know, I I think it's like oh, uh, I think it's like polar bear hair, where it's actually coming in clear, <laughs> but you can't see it. You know, it's clear. But anyway, <gasps> now we're uh, we're having fun, John. I I really appreciate it. I was honored. I even showed my wife. I'm like, look, he changed his his uh, profile picture. Uh, from something that Ethan Nicole drew in a comic book, and uh, so yeah, it's it, pretty awesome. It was time. Mm. So, hey, uh, speaking of time, it is time for an opening song, and this one is coming to us from a favorite, fan favorite, and otherwise, 
songs to wear pants to. It's a little song called Gravy and Toast. Oh, yeah. I'm eating some toast, and it's really boring. I need something else to keep me from snoring. Because this is so bland, it tastes kind of lonely. It sure needs a friend. I don't care if I played it already. It's awesome. Something that's savory, something that's brown. I don't remember it. I think it was on Broke You Anyway. Oh, wait. I think that I'm thinking of gravy. Gravy and toast. Gravy and toast. Toast and gravy. Plus, I wasn't dancing last time. I eat the most. It's gravy and toast. So, baby. Do it. Crazy, a little bit weird. Cause there's nothing with it. It's just by itself. Not only is that strange, it's bad for my health. I need carbohydrates, cause this is just gross. And maybe a vegetable. Whoa now. Yeah, can't <laughs> have that. Awkward. Whoa now. Breaking a carrot. That was the sound. Back to the okay, gravy. Gotcha. Yeah. Gravy and toast. Gravy and toast. Toast and gravy. Yeah, give it up for gravy oh, and right. toast. Gravy and toast was commissioned by a mis- <laughs> All right, we don't care about that part. No offense. Gravy and toast. Yes. It's, yeah. It's wonderful. I could go for some gravy and toast. I could not. Gravy's no. Well, after I, I could have until the description. It's made of <laughs> drippings and fat and stuff. It's gross. So, yeah. Anyway. What if uh, it was bacon gravy? Mm. Oh, I don't know if that's been invented, but I want to try it right now. I don't know. There's For bacon, there's about every single type of thing, you know, you could ever ask for. Weekly. You shut your <laughs> mouth. Okay, we can do that. <laughs> Update. All right, it's time for some weekly updates and such. Um, uh, mine's kind of weird because um, I've been I've been getting into Axe Cop again lately. Uh, not that I've ever been out of it, but I I used to be oh, like no. a diehard fan. And the weirdest thing is my my uh, my wife's mom has been in at the house and visiting and stuff. <laughs> and uh, my mother in law <laughs> has been. I got her reading Axe Cop, man. She loves no it. No way, dude. Tell me. <laughs> Is it even possible? Did I steal your uh, weekly update? I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, everybody. I have to admit, I uh, I just looked at John's notes and took his weekly update. <laughs> like the you meanest totally thing ever to do on a show. <laughs> well, that's okay. I was preaching the other day. No, <laughs> don't don't do it to me. <laughs> no, you go ahead and tell yours since I since I segued it there. <laughs> well, you know, uh, it, I'm not going to do it now. No, forget no! it. No, <laughs> my my mother in law is is in town because my wife she's in she's in she's in England. England. And, um, yeah, she's not in the United States. She's in England right England! now. England. I need need some help with the boys while my wife is not in the United States. Where's she at? And uh, she's in England. England. And a little bit later, she might even be going to London. London? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
blast from the past. Uh, if you know what that was all about, then you get the your, brownie points. Yeah, you get the old school achievement. The NL yes, cast old unlocked. school achievement. <laughs> Ten points. But I, I've been needing some help with the kids, and I'm so grateful that my mother-in-law and father-in-law are here helping. So the other night, uh, my mother-in-law's helping get Johnny ready for bed and stuff, and, and she's reading him a book. And I go in there, and she's she's from Alabama, so she's got a little bit of a banjo of an accent. Oh, and no banjo, (laughs) no. But anyways, she was. I I go by the door, and Johnny's sitting on the bed, and he's just listening intently. And she's got this accent, and she's saying, "In a jillion years, when I'm done with my job, (laughs) that's the last bad guy. I guess I'll marry some lady now." And so avocado soldier, <laughs> not quite that much, but That's it was just awesome. So though <laughs> I, uh, dude, there is no accent like an Alabama accent because an Alabama accent don't stop. But uh, yeah, uh, it, it's a crazy. I, they should uh, <laughs> go ahead and cancel Dave DeAndre and, and just hire your mom in law <laughs> to to do all of the motion comics and stuff. It would make such a good segment. It would, you know. Uh, it would. It was just great to hear, and you know, it brought Excellent. a smile to my what, heart. What, so, I what's your mom and law's first name? Dolores. Oh, good. Of course, it is. Yep. Oh, see, that just makes it even better because then it's like you know. Uh, now for a moment, uh, Axe Cop, read by Dolores, and oh, that's great. <laughs> Fabulous. So you and a baby went to the store with. <laughs> Avocado man, and it was dangerous. See, that's there a, was a poop soldier there. <laughs> that's that's the voice you want reading your bedtime story, dude. That one makes me want to go is. to sleep right now. I want you to read my bedtime story. Heck with your mom-in-law. Because uh, I'm I read my bedtime stories and I'm all using voices. I'm getting all into it. And I'm like, Axe Cop and Baby Soldier yeah. and Dino Man and, and all this stuff. My kids are all hyper. Their pulse is quickening. Their eyes get big with the, you know, and, and your, <laughs> yeah. your mom's over there, or your mom in law is reading, you know, this high adventure stuff. And he neatly slit his throat and the blood dripped down and his, uh, yeah. his entrails were spilled. But, uh, but, uh, Scotland was saved that day by William Wallace. And, you know, and, um, <laughs> and it just makes you want to go sleep. Even Braveheart can be just great. That's yeah. right. It's wonderful. She's like a, a white lady, Morgan Freeman. Oh, dude. That's cool. Yeah. I'll have to tell her that. Tell her that and then run. You can read to me any time of the day, Miss <laughs> Daisy. <laughs> hey, uh, my turn. And um, Okay, so I preach Sunday. First time in two years, my first big, big preaching gig there in big church, you know, because I'm the kids' <gasps> pastor and, and all this. You did big church? I did big church, man. And um, so I'm not here to talk about my sermon. I'm here to talk about how I am. Because those of you that listen to the show, it, the way I am works great on the show. Because if I have a rabbit trail, if something occurs to me, I just say it. People laugh. It's appropriate. Maybe not. But it works. And, you know, da-da-da-da-da. When you're in front of 500 grown people and your, your brain just goes <laughs> off and it's connected directly to your mouth and you're, you know, and on, add on top of that the expectations of the typical person – of their pastor or fill-in <laughs> pastor, so uh, yeah, I'm up there and I'm I'm reading the story of Joseph. Joseph, if you're not aware, um, was the son 
of Jacob. He was the second youngest of of eleven boys, or actually had eleven brothers and one youngest. But anyway, he uh, you know blah 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 yakety schmack, and he ends up in jail at the end near the end of the story, and he's supposed to interpret <laughs> dreams for for because the the Pharaoh's cupbearer and his baker get thrown into prison. And right there, in the middle of reading it, about to make some big old point, you know, um, it just occurred to me how awkward and weird it was that the baker <laughs> was thrown in prison. And <laughs> I never thought about that. Yeah, I hadn't either. And that's why I neither had do? anybody. I know, exactly. I'm like, how, how did, because it says specifically that he offended the king. And I'm like, what did he do? I've never met an angry baker in my life. I've always thought bakers as very friendly. I even said to the people, I said, even the donut lady, who's barely a baker, seems so patient while I can't make up my mind, you know? <laughs> and I'm like, did he, did he make a cake of the, of the Pharaoh's head and it was too fat? What? And I realized I've been talking about this for a long time. <laughs> Ain't nobody going to get Jesus. Because I'm talking about this baker, <laughs> and because uh, yeah, I just like you offend. And then okay, the end of the story. If you're not aware, spoilers, Bible spoilers. Um, the, the the baker uh, Joseph interprets his dream. The cupbearer goes free, gets restored to his job. The baker gets impaled on a stake. People, <laughs> so what in the freak did this baker do? <laughs> To get a death sentence. <laughs> that was the worst pie I ever had. I know, but the, the <laughs> I wonder if it's the baker that baked the blackbirds in the pie. Dude, I don't know. But what in the flip did you do, Baker, <laughs> to tick off the Pharaoh enough to where okay. he would kill you? Anyway, Bible humor. Oh. But it's in there. That's, so. that's intense. But, you, know, you um, hear the stories growing up, and you're just like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But no, I never really thought about it. What did the baker do? Exactly. I don't know. But uh, I, you know, I was worried, and my wife says, my wife afterwards, she says, uh, no, no, that was really funny. I looked around, and people were laughing like on Comedy Central. <laughs> so I was like, what does that <laughs> oh, mean? Like on she Comedy says, Central. oh, you know, when they scroll, they stro- they scroll past all the people and they're just laughing and looking like they're having a good time. That's what it looked yeah. like. And I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> good. <laughs> of course, you're up there probably feeling, oh, man, this is bombing. Well, I, I didn't even hear anybody place. laugh. That's the, that's what really woke me up is I'm, I'm talking out loud <laughs> just for my own entertainment, I think. And, and But apparently they were laughing their butts off. And, and <laughs> <laughs> I love it, man. That's awesome. Yeah. Mm. So, there you go. Baker. <laughs> yeah, the baker. It's way better than so, mine. So go read, go back and read the Bible for some good, uh, and ask questions because there's. Yeah. <laughs> there's some good ones to ask. I don't know. I just don't know what he did. Did he spit in it? <laughs> He'll never notice it in this muffin. I don't know. I don't know. But retirement yeah, yeah. plans the for bakers in, in Egypt were <laughs> sucky. So yeah. <laughs> go to jail. Hey, the chat room's here. Uh, 25 folks in there right now. I love them all. Dachshund, DC King 92, uh, Power Girl, Blackout Girl, Power Mom, J-Man, Captain Narthex, Senor Doobie, a uh, whole bunch of folks, corn nerds in there. Hey, dude, good to see you. And Jared and Joseph and Scooter Prime and somebody's Scooter listening. Prime. Thumper McDumper's back, Maverick Shaggy, <laughs> Teo is listening, and a bunch of anonymous folks, and Barbara and everybody. 
Thank you so much for joining us. You can and Daniel J. Lewis is in there. Thank you uh, for joining us. You can join us every Tuesday night, nine thirty p.m. Eastern, six thirty p.m. Pacific. And uh, it's time for a little bit of uh, Disa. News. Okay, we got a news segment that we're gonna we got a, we got a brand new podcast coming. I am so excited about this, John. Are you excited? Well, I got to be honest. Yes. Yes, it is a brand new podcast. It's called Q Hog. And um, if you might be able to tell from the title, this is a brand new podcast from the InnoCast Studios that focuses on streaming television, specifically Netflix streaming television. Uh, It's going to be recording live uh, Thursdays at 9.30 p.m. And this Thursday, um, which is the 6th, I believe, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. October 6th. It's your chance to join us for our first recording of the show live uh, at NLCast.com slash live. And uh, we're going to be talking about the show Raising Hope from Fox, and uh, specifically the first two episodes. So if you want to be down with what we're doing live, uh, get on Netflix streaming, check out Raising Hope, episodes one and two. And uh, we'll be talking about a whole bunch of other stuff, too. But our main goal is to help you find the best of uh, streaming television on Netflix. And, And just I'm always watching TV on Netflix. I think I watch more TV than movies because, honestly, there's great TV. Not a lot of great movies, you know. There are good movies, but not a lot on Netflix. Yeah. So uh, yeah, they're they're a little bit dated. Yeah, and bit. and and like you'll get part two of a movie, you know, on Netflix, not part yeah. one, but you know the television. Part four and a half. It's good stuff, and even and if you it's can old, get most of it in there too. Yeah, I mean, there's everything from Twilight Zone to, you know, uh, everything, everything. Lie to me. Human wrecking balls. Reeking balls. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, who's hosting the show? Oh, that's right. It's it's of course uh, you know me uh, and then John Steinklobber, uh, a fellow you might know named Eric Fisher um, from um, uh, WBR show is where I heard him for the first time. We're both right, and uh, but now he's doing Social Media Serenity uh, with the GSPN founder. And uh, and then lastly, yeah, yeah, Cliff Ravenscraft. And then lastly, uh, we're we're adding um, a longtime listener, and he's a he's a new podcaster. His name's Doctor Quest. His name's Christopher Tree. I can't say his last name. <laughs> Titchenel. Titchenel. I think Christopher Titchenel, and uh, he he's known Chris as Doctor T- Quest in the forums and and in the yeah. chat rooms and stuff. He does a show called uh, Stuff We Like. So uh, we'd yeah. love for you to go check that out. So um, join us. It would be awesome. Hey, John, also um, our Minecraft uh, winner contacted me this week, and he says um, it's awesome that he won. He's thrilled, but he does not have time. He's a grown man to play Minecraft because he has children, and I begged him to consider. He says, no, give it to the runner-up. So what we're going to be doing is contacting the runner-up this week. And, um, awesome. yeah, and we'll let them know and then we'll, we'll have them, uh, mention, you know, we'll mention who it is and all that kind of stuff. So there's someone going to win this dang thing eventually. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> so crazy. It's been sitting in my inbox mocking me. I know it, right? Your lovely Minecraft code is sitting here waiting to go to somebody and I can't give it to anybody. So, so if you so, send no, in a, yeah, if you were a finalist, uh, you still have a chance. So cross your fingers and dot your eyes and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. Hey, uh, join the community if you would, nlcast.com slash kids, where you can donate $4 a month. That's only a dollar a show, or even 10 bucks a month, which I'm not going to do the math. 10 divided by 4, Bert. Uh, yeah, 90% of everything you give goes to children's charity, and that's nlcast.com slash kids. You'll be supporting the show and helping out uh, podcasting 
with a purpose. Um, that's what we do. It's called On the Air for Kids. Um, and you can also support us out by uh, picking up the iPhone or Android app um, in their respective Groovy. marketplaces with weekly bonus content and all kinds of stuff. But go over there to nlcast.com slash kids and consider helping us out, and I'll send you an email once you do. It gives you all of your benefits and tips and tricks and stuff like that to all the bonus content that's available. It's awesome stuff. It's time for our main segment. Featured story. Uh, That's terrible. I didn't mean to play that. That's not our feature. We're not doing a featured story, so... There we go. That's better. Uh, nice. We're going to be doing a little bit of Nobody Listened. Um, that Nobody is where listened. we mine the depths of our unread story archive for your entertainment. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to jump in to the email right now. I'm going to hit NLCast unused. And then I'm going to go out of 117 emails, I'm going to go to the very first one in the list. Whoa. This is from 09. This is from Simona. She calls herself Sal Manila. She says, hey, James and John, I was listening to an episode where you were talking about close call. So I decided to send in mine. I was in second grade and I was a very loud person. So I sat in a desk away from everybody else. My desk was right under a tile in the roof that looked like it was about to fall. Once I was being very loud and I was sent to another classroom. When I came back, there was a broken tile sitting on top of my desk. It had fallen. If I hadn't been sent to the other room, the tile falling would have knocked me unconscious. Moral of the story, (laughs) being loud isn't always a bad thing. It saved you from unconsciousness. Unconscious. It was unconscionable. Uh, how much she had to go through. Matt says uh, he's AKA Grave Reaper in the forums. Uh, hey guys, I got a story for you. My uncle grew up in northern New York in a farm where they raised and butchered their own animals. When Ooh, I was about six, is, say what? This is probably going to be gross. Yeah, I'm, I'm imagining. When he was about six years old, he used to watch his dad go out and cut chickens' heads off on an old tree stump. Oh. One day, okay, while his That's dad. <laughs> Well, his dad was at work, he decided to go out and do some of the work for his dad. Oh. They had about 40 baby chicks. You know, the little... <gasps> the little oh, no. The little yellow and fluffy ones. So he, he grabbed a tiny hatchet because he couldn't lift the larger axe his dad used, and he proceeded oh, no. to cut all of the little chicks' heads off. And when his oh, my goodness. dad got home from work, he showed him what a great helper he had been. Needless to say, his dad flipped out when he saw the baby chicks scattered across the yard headless. So this makes oh. you laugh, Matt. <laughs> Matt. <laughs> and just think, the baby this is, chick killer. This is set since '09. This uh, uh, October the first of two thousand nine. Uh, waiting, waiting for oh. you. That one. That one made me sad. <laughs> It's like when my brother killed all those birds. All those cockatiels? Yeah. No, that's that's funny because he, yeah, no. he tried to fly away and then had a heart attack. Um, he hunted those little baby chicks down and chopped their heads off. They didn't have terrible. a chance. Well, at least they didn't know. You know. Those cockatiels were old. No, they weren't. They were starving to death. It was a long process. That was pretty bad, too. Oh, anyway, Chris <laughs> says... do that? Chris says, I've always heard some nothing but good things about your show, but I never got to listen to it. Well, I had a big duh moment when I realized 
that uh, Trevor from the Mouse and Keyboard Podcast was also a member of your show. So I downloaded episode 124. Holy cow, I'm an instant fan. And you guys should put a disclaimer on your show. Do not listen while driving or operating heavy machinery. You guys are hysterical. (laughs) I love it. Anyhow, it's not why I'm contacting you. I'm actually very intrigued by your artwork. (laughs) Sorry. It's a... (laughs) It's a request for art. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's funny. I don't think I got that job. <laughs> I like your art, sir. I just I really assumed I assumed it was a regular email. Oh crap. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> ask, write him back and ask him if it's too late and tell him you're sorry. <laughs> I can't do any right now. That's what you notice I haven't even been promoting draw you a picture. I just don't have time right now to do any Extra work. It's crazy. All right. Uh, Sarah <laughs> redeems our show by uh, – here we go. Uh, I've got a little story for you, story which my sister claims I tell far too often, but she's most likely just sour about the fact that this story, she plays the part of the evil villainess. It's the story when my sister knocked out two of my teeth and gave me a bloody nose mm. on my birthday. It was my seventh birthday, and I was having a party. All my friends were over, and we decided to play a game of charades. So my turn comes up, and I already had an idea of what I wanted to do. I made two of my friends come with me to help me, because the idea was I was going to be Santa Claus, and they would be my reindeer. So I stuffed a pillow in my shirt, made him get down on all fours, and we headed out in the living room, me miming ho, 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 while they tried to look as reindeerish as they could. Then my sister turns up. She's three years older than me, and perhaps she wanted to assist, assert her superiority I don't know. She punched me in the stomach. She probably thought that because I had a pill in my stomach, it wouldn't hurt. Or maybe scheming 10-year-old, her scheming 10-year-old mind calculated that my socked feet plus slippery wood floor plus wall uh, would be too much pain for a younger sister. So all I know is I spun (laughs) with the force of her punch. I tried to regain my balance by whirling my arms like a windmill. I failed miserably, slammed face first in the corner of the wall, the corner, with a (laughs) sickening crunch. That word, wow. that word can mean so much. It can sell Cheetos and then gross you out when it's about teeth. It's Can't great. use crunch and bodily injury Ugh. in the same sentence, especially with anything to do with the space between your teeth and the bottom of your nose. That, that mm. Mm, that's a sensitive spot for me. It's like second most. <laughs> me too. Oh, I immediately started screaming, blood <laughs> dripping from my nose <laughs> and my forehead and my mouth. You know why? Because you just hit a corner. You hit a corner, lady. I spat out my two baby teeth that hadn't even oh. been loose. Now, oh. mm, now they were sadly sitting in my palm. The worst part of it all, mm. it was a slumber party, so all my friends were packed into my room at night. <laughs> Apparently, the tooth fairy decided it wouldn't be worth her time to navigate the crowd of little girls to give double <laughs> money to the poor birthday girl. Perhaps she just had better things oh. to do with her time. In any case, I had to wait two whole nights to get my money from the tooth fairy, which made me grumpier. Hoping That's like, because... The teeth came out early. The tooth fairy knows when they're supposed ah, to come out. That's they right. Came out early. That's what I would say. That's good, man. I hope you like the story. I hope it went too long, and I hope I get on the show. Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> Two years later, hope of ho- lots of hopes. Don't destroy them all. Uh, love the show, Sarah. Oh, sorry, Sarah. Oh. I wonder what she got for her birthday. I don't know. I guess it wasn't her two front teeth. <laughs> she got her two front teeth knocked out. She donated her two All front teeth. My birthday is my two front teeth knocked out. Gosh. That's Isn't terrible. That I told you about the friend of mine 
who had to have his gums peeled back and his teeth pulled out of his skull. Oh, whiz. Yeah, his front gums. Um, because you, you can't he, use he gums was, and peeled back he, in the same sentence. He was in the shower and he slipped, and his oh yeah, the top of his teeth, all of them equally, hit the the, oh. the toilet, <laughs> and it wedged them all up into his head. And he had like short teeth, and he had to get them fixed. Yeah, can't they just pull them out a little bit? Like, don't they have braces or something like that for that? I, I don't know. He told me they had that to peel back his upper gums and uh, work on them. The, 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 do you like? Do you like to face your fears by you know like no. how people are afraid of heights? Mm-mm. They jump off buildings and no stuff. No way. Okay. Nope. Why do you keep talking about this gross stuff? I don't know because I can separate myself from it for some reason when I'm talking about it. But when I'm reading it and experiencing it, it grosses me out like mad. Mm. I don't know. My toes are getting numb from that junk. Sarah says, hey, uh, John and James, um, I got a little story for you. Sarah again? <laughs> yeah, she must have sent it twice. <laughs> Bless her heart. <laughs> <laughs> Please read the story. Please. Uh, this comes from Halo. Um, Forrest the Panda calls himself. I started listening to your podcast at 124. I listened to podcasts before bed. And honestly, I almost peed a little in my bed. <laughs> I love the idea Sorry. of people telling funny stories. Well, there was a raccoon in our barn, so my dad came home, we got his twenty two and shot it nine times. <laughs> That's not funny. <laughs> After it stopped moving, uh, I dragged it out of the ra- rafters of our barn to an, on an old sled. We put it in the back of our aunt's pickup truck and forgot about it for two days. Oh. Well, unfortunately, no. since it had been 90 degrees the last two days, the raccoon rotted and stunk so bad uh. you wouldn't believe. Well, thankfully, uh. we had to put the raccoon in a box, so we get in our car. <laughs> but the box um, on the same sled and drove down the highway we live on. The whole car smelled so bad, my dad threw up a- afterwards. <laughs> <Sir's right. laughs> well, once we drove out a mile, it was nighttime, my dad pulled over to the side and told me, open that door and push the sled out so the box falls over, but don't let go of the sled. So I did that, and the box rolled over, the raccoon on the other side of the highway. Now, this highway is extremely litter-free. There's not a single piece of trash on the highway. So um, on the way back home, my dad said, I bet someone will tip over that box and find the nasty half-eaten maggot-ridden raccoon. We we both laughed at the thought of that. Best part is we drove along the highway and we saw the box was indeed um, off what used to be the raccoon. I didn't see the raccoon, but the box was tipped over. I can just imagine what a parent tells their young child to tip over a box and find a dead raccoon. Ha ha. Love the show. Oh. <laughs> it's terrible. What is in that box? It smells terrible. I'll tell you what, honey. Just go up there and check it out. Ooh, it's a <laughs> raccoon. <laughs> my friend, when I was in college, my buddy Mark, he, uh, he's, he, there's a dead possum. This is down in, you know, southeastern. So, you know, there's possums all over the place there's this dead possum laying on the road and um he said i'm gonna go pick that thing up and i was like Don't, that's disgusting it, sure enough man he had some gloves on he went and grabbed the thing by the tail and picked it up oh. hey look at this it was sick it stunk and there's God. stuff falling off of it <laughs> okay so yeah well my stepdad was remarkably evil I think I've—I don't know that I've told ever any stories about my stepdad, but uh, his name was John, and he was—he—he. He, um, I told him one time about a dead cat that I found in the back of the house that was in the woods, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Oh, you know, um, that's how you get calluses on your hands." And I said, "What?" He says, "By touching dead cats." 
and rubbing their juice on your hands. Oh, and no. I believed him. And so I waited until that cat. Oh, gosh. Mm, mm. No, you didn't. You're, you're telling a story right now. He got really this slurpy and his skin peeled back a little bit. Oh, gosh. I don't even want to know no, about this. Mm. Are you, you're, you're mm. making this junk up, man. Uh, and um, so anyway, I, I, I picked up the foot. I couldn't touch it with my fingers. <laughs> <laughs> but I, but I, I got... Why is this show so gross? I don't know. <laughs> it just reminds me of stuff. <laughs> so I... um. I uh I, I poked it with a stick and I pulled the the leg away and it just fell away like like roasted chicken like really boiled chicken and uh hmm, hmm. I never I never have I still don't have calluses so um I don't, I don't have <laughs> I have to tell you a story now because you mentioned cats and I wasn't going to tell this because it was going to make it my weekly update and I wasn't going to but now I'm going to because I have to okay <sighs> my dad. Yeah, he, uh, he's. Oh, why is the story gonna be so gross? No, <laughs> <laughs> he's not working. He's got a lot of time on his hands. He's trying to find a job, but that's beside the point. He has all these cats around his house because apparently cats are attracted to unemployed people or something. I don't know. <laughs> and there's this one cat. He's got this fence in his backyard, right? It's like a wood picket fence. This one cat was crawling along the top of it. And his foot got stuck <laughs> in the top oh, of the fence. Oh. It was hanging there for like an hour. And my dad goes out there and rescues the cat and takes it to the vet and they x-ray it and they say, well, there's nothing wrong with it. The, the leg's not broken. He has to pay you know, money that he doesn't have to get the, the cat checked out. Well, the cat's foot you know, is still like messed up and stuff. Mm. And so he checks on the cat later on, you no. know, like a week later. The cat had chewed its <laughs> foot off. Gosh, dang it, dude. And there is bones sticking out of the Gosh, cat's leg. That's so weird. It's like a zombie cat. Animals are so gross sometimes. Gosh. You just tell me the story today. I'm like, Dad, please stop. It's disgusting. <laughs> I don't it's the worst. Story, Dude, I can tell you stories that will curl your eyes, man. I, I tell you what. Oh, Zombie cat. I grew up on a puppy farm, bro. <laughs> uh, yeah, I can tell I you know. stories. Ah. Anyway, um, so Nemo says, I was listening to episode 188 or 118, All Plants Go to Heaven. I don't even remember that episode. Um, while laughing at the story of the alcohol-preserved scorpion, a random fact came to mind. I can't confirm this, but I have heard that if you pour alcohol on them, scorpions will sting themselves to death. <laughs> what? <laughs> what is this? Unfortunately, the scorpion in the story was dead before it, it was dunked into its internal grave, so I guess I'll have to try it myself. Keep up the great work, Nemo. Yeah, that was lost in translation right there. The wow. c- good lord. Good I lord. I can see why I didn't read this one. All right. I think I'm going to try <laughs> it, though. It is. It has been two years this month, and this thing is a book. So here we go. If I get sick of it, I'm just going to quit reading it. This is from Chris Moore. I shouldn't have said his last name. <laughs> Chris. This is from Chris. Someone at Walmart <laughs> hates me. That's what it's called. On one Saturday, Jordan, my daughter, and I head off to Walmart. Jordan usually sits in the shopping cart in the seat generally reserved for young children. But being a pushover of a dad, she wants to sit in the interior of the cart that's reserved for groceries. On this day, I didn't have much on the list, just cereal, bread, cooking oil, uh, milk and cereal, buttermilk, cornbread. (laughs) Thank you for that list. Jordan, who was (laughs) three years old at the time, 
is accompanied by her diaper bag just in moments like this, so she might have an accident. The bag usually consists of a change of clothes, baby wipes, sippy cup, juice, diapers, and all this. (laughs) Good Lord. My ID card. Yes. The blood type of my grandmother's extra cloned copy of Jordan. Um, I (laughs) normally don't like to take the bag in. But in this this day, she had her Nintendo DS game. If you're old enough to play a DS, you should not be in diapers. I'm just going to say that you right now. Be potty trained. No That's joke. Right. No DS until you can crap in the potty. <laughs> That's the gospel of Kennison right there. We're just laying it down. If you can play a DS, you better be able to change your own drolls. I'm saying. Anyway, she had her DS. She usually plays a little while. She gets tired and tells me to hold it. You better hold it, <laughs> three-year-old who can't <laughs> not potty in her pants. I can't hold it, Daddy. <laughs> when I'm shopping, I don't want to hold on to a video game, and so I thought when she gets done playing with it, I'll just put it in the diaper bag, not worry about it. Time goes on. Jordan's getting tired of her game, hands it to me. I simply tuck it away in her bag and keep going. I make my rounds about the store, retrieve the items I intended to, and I place the bread in the children's seat so it will stay uh, without Jordan crushing it in the interior of the cart, I place cereal, cooking oil, milk, buttermilk in a way that Jordan has room to sit. Isn't that amazing? It's like Tetris, dude. Have you ever done that with your kids? Yeah. Yeah, and they're so uncomfortable. But they're like, eh, uh, what is this stuff? Daddy, I'm in the shape of a weird L. Yeah. <laughs> I look I like to a- sit normal. Um, after getting all the items I needed, I sidetracked to the electronics department. Time goes on. Jordan is not having fun. In fact, she's getting restless. Um, that's because she you got Tetris and her legs are gone. That's what happened. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. Walking around the uh, music aisle, I have continued to tell her, don't kick the grocery. Stand up. Be still. Or sit up. I was about to say, stand up in the back of a cart? What kind of father are you? Uh, he says, me getting activated and her getting more restless by the moment we start over in the children's movies. Maybe I can find you Dora the Explorer, I say. Oh, Something yeah. of that nature to calm her down and help me look. After looking through the videos I suspected she already had, um, I got sidetracked with something that caught my eye. Can't remember what it was, but it didn't matter anymore because very soon everything was about to change. Jordan is whining and asking when she can go, and I tell her once in just a little bit, ignoring what she was doing at the moment, and started to hear something that sounded like someone taking huge gulps of something to drink. <gasps> gulp, 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 gulp. I have heard this sound before. It's very similar to similar to a gallon of water, taking the top off and holding it upside down and pouring out the liquid. Gulp, 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 gulp. There on the floor, pooling up around my feet, was a white liquid normally found in recipes and not spilled out on the floor of the entertainment center of Walmart. Jordan, not the milk! <laughs> Painfully sounded. What happened is Jordan was uh, quite tired and restless and began to lay on her side and stretch her legs. And when she stretched her legs out, her feet pressed against the jug of milk and the top exploded. (laughs) She discovered what she had done. She sat up real quick and managed to turn the milk on its side with the jug's contents discharging out on the floor. Now, I've never been a person who likes milk, and I don't really like the taste, the texture, or the nature of the place it comes from. I was never really keen on consuming anything that comes from an utter of an animal. That being said, I don't know the process of development of buttermilk, but I do know it can't. I can't stand the smell of it. No, mm. it's not the milk from the base of my feet intended for foul-smelling buttermilk. I jumped and looked in the shopping cart and grabbed a half-empty gallon of buttermilk, set it upright in the buggy, and doing so, I realized not only had the buttermilk spilled, Jordan was covered waist down in the putrid liquid. Oh. First instinct I had was to pick her up and leave. 
but uh, she'd be dripping like an ice cream cone in August. So I decided I grabbed <laughs> the handle of the grocery cart and scrambled away from the buttermilk pool in front of the new release DVD, slipping and sliding away from the scene. <gasps> My, <laughs> reminds me of last week's story, actually. Uh, slipping and sliding away from the scene with my own footprints getting <laughs> drier with every guy. step. Yeah. But there's the drying part that I didn't consider. He says his feet are getting drier with every step. I made it to the shoe department where there was normally carpet. The carpeted floor just helped conceal my buttermilk and my location upon arriving. Um, I managed to compose myself and assess the situation. Jordan was covered and my feet were also covered. And uh, I thought for a moment, I realized I had brought her diaper bag, thank God. And the bag contained an unopened package of baby wipes. And then, from the look of things, I was about to make use of every single one. So I started the cleanup, trying not to gag from the smell while wiping down her pants. Anyway, and her shoes and any other place that happened to be there. We got one more paragraph, people. It's a good story, anyway. Then cleaning went to my shoes, and I managed to get it all done with a couple of wipes left. Now standing in the shoe department with a girl that smells of Bulgarian buttermilk, crying, was holding a handful of buttermilk-soaked baby wipes in one hand and holding my nose clamp shut with the other hand. I decided to do what any normal father would do. I took my hand from my nose, resisted the urge to puke, and opened a nearby shoebox, shoved all the dirty wipes down next to a pair of brand-new shoes, and closed that box. I picked Jordan up and headed for the door, and I never looked back. Needless to stay, we rode the whole way home with the windows down. I came away from this knowing three things. One, I really hate the smell of buttermilk. Two, don't let your child get too restless while shopping. And three, always have some baby wipes. And that's Chris Moore. Excellent story, dude. But I got to ask you one question. What was the deal with a Nintendo DS? That needs an editor. <laughs> There's nothing to do with the story. I was waiting for that DS to get damaged, to get buttermilk soaked, something, but no. I can't, I can't. See, that's why Walmart has to keep raising their prices because yeah. people keep shoving nasty buttermilk stuff mm. in the shoes. I used and to work in the shoe you know, department at Walmart, and uh, you're a butt, dude, because. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know that they here? Here's, next time you're at Walmart, just take a little trek by the old shoe department, and you'll notice something. They still do it this way all these millions of years later. If you start from the top left and go all the way across, they 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 group them by by size. But then you mm-hmm. also have to arrange them going from top down over one up down like an S, you know, like a like a snake. Yeah. You have to arrange them by color. From yep. lightest to darkest, or darkest to lightest. I can't remember which. You um, have to do that at Payless, too. Yeah. It's a pain in the rear. And so yeah. every time you pull a thing of shoes out and put them back wrong, um, we know. <laughs> or or and, put and stinking buttermilk-soaked baby wipes in them. It's gross. Gross. Oh, gross. Chris, you are in so much trouble. LBB of the week. Of, the, of, two, year, <laughs> of two years. Of 2009. Yeah. <laughs> And he sent it twice too, Buzz's heart. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. Um, we're about to run out of time. I want to read some new ones, but we'll do one more old one and then we'll read uh your your stuff from this week. Hey James, John, and Trevor. Um, your last show got me thinking. This is uh from oh, this is from uh, 2010. Man, we're getting caught up. All right. Woohoo. So close. From January 2010. Your last show got me thinking about the first time I got the wind knocked out of me. I must have been somewhere in my early teens. We had a playground in the front where I lived. 
There was a small soccer field with a large metal goalpost on each side. These things were made out of tube construction, and the day before, some bored older kids had managed to flip these things, so it leaned on the shorter end, so the goal faced the wrong direction. I, know, I can see that in my head. Being the good kid that I was, I decided to flip these things back up the right way by lifting the short end. This was not how these things were supposed to be, and I was going to fix it. So as soon as I somehow managed to get one side of a bit off the ground, the counterweight caught the construction, and the whole thing flipped on its own accord. Yeah, that happened to me one time with a golf cart. If you ever try to write a golf cart, <laughs> he's going to knock you on yeah. your butt. Anyway, all I remember is that I I was down. What, wait, all I remember is what was down became up, and what was up became down, because now I was thrown off by the momentum. In that short moment, there was just one thought. Okay, I'm dead. Goodbye, world. And I landed oh. square on my back. Everything went black for a second. I opened my eyes, and some kid was looking down at me and saying, that was so cool. <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> I had made a not-so-gracious backflip as I was thrown through the air by the metal monstrosity. Take care, guys. DJ. TJ. Sorry, TJ. 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 Got to get it right oh, after, after a year. You. Better part of two. Thanks. Good deal. Thank you. I'm glad you finally made it on there. Yeah. Mm-mm. I'm glad that the wind got knocked out of you so you could share that with us. Yeah. I don't know if the wind got knocked out of me or not. You just got the, knocked a freak out. That's all I know. That was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, it's time for your E and V mail. Let's, uh, let's get up here and do some of that. Hold on one second here. Let's play this. Nobody's Listening is a comedy podcast featuring hilarious stories that will cause you to laugh uncontrollably. Listening to this podcast in public or in the presence of loved ones while wearing headphones is not recommended and may result in one or more of the following. Sideways glances, perturbed husbands, strange looks from household pets, confused neighbors, hackers wanting to hurt you, classmates thinking you're mentally retarded, government seizure of your MP3 playing device due to your breaking the code of silence, general humiliation, ejection from public transportation, and in a few cases, nausea, diarrhea, shortness of breath, and upset stomach. I wish I could tell you that instances of these side effects are rare, but most are common. If your laughter continues for more than four hours, please see your doctor immediately. <laughs> was that your David? Uh, that was that was a clip. Uh, that was my voice, but his his clip. I mean, uh, the clip was off the internet. David had nothing to do with that. All right, <laughs> sorry, I didn't know. Um, this is from Joe. Joe says, "Hey, James and Trevor, I got a story that happened a while back. Anyways, I was in my house minding my own business, and my parents Joe. called me to their room. They wanted me to look at this cockroach in the bathtub." They wanted me to get it, so I leaned over. That's what kids are for, to do the things you don't want to do. All of a sudden, it flew and landed on my lip. Ah! I hate those flying kind. I hate them. I hate those lip roaches. So gross. It's a kissing roach. It reminds me of um, the opening scene of, not Bedazzled. um, (laughs) Bedazzled. I don't even know what that is. What is that? Is that the one where... She's a devil, and oh, that's right. Yeah, it's yeah. got Elizabeth Hurley. Yeah. Oh. Anyway, um, no, uh, it reminds me of of what's the dang half? It's a Disney cartoon, and she turn she turns real gazelle. Giselle's the name. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, I've been dreaming. Yeah, she she creates this man out of bugs and stuff, and and the lips, <laughs> yes. the lips crawl lips off. Crawl off yeah. Face. Sorry, it took a long time to get that reference out, but it was worth it. I can't remember that movie though. Now, I'm enchanted, on. enchanted. Thank you, chat room. Mm. Not. They didn't do anything. Hey, it's the most disturbing thing I felt ever. So I freaked out. I threw my hands in the air. 
threw my hands in the air and waved them like I just don't care. Cause I got a roach on my lip and it's better than not having anything there. Anyway, um, I, like, like no mustache. I ran down this hallway screaming like a little girl. And from this day, I hate cockroaches. And if I see one, my lip itches. No, he didn't say that one. Uh, <laughs> I always get somebody else to get rid of it. Keep up the good work, Joe. That's why you have to keep your mouth clean. Your parents don't tell you that, but, uh, yeah, to keep that he stuff. Was just going for some food. Just seeing what he uh, liked. I'm glad I'm not the only dude that doesn't like roaches. Nah, my wife is like crazy, crazy against them. Yeah, but she's a girl. No, I know it. I don't like it. I, I don't like think- anything that can get me. I, I even tweeted it the other day that my bravery around animals and small critters is completely cor- corresponds to their fear of me. <laughs> I'm brave around yes. lizards and stuff because, man, they're trying to get out of my way. And I'm like, yeah, you better. But if one of those lizards turned around and looked at me and opened it, <laughs> dude, I'd be running. I don't care about things an inch long. I am out the freak out. I am gone. Even puppies. If puppies turned evil, I'd, I'd scared to death. Oh, man. Yeah, anything. Finches. You know, little devil dogs are, you know, the little... Little yappy dogs no, that just I'm thinking about ha- harmless little happy loving puppies, and all of a sudden they just stand up with purpose. I'm out, man. I'm a trip. That's I'm weird. Tripping somebody and running. <laughs> stand up with purpose. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a cute little puppy. Uh, yeah, yeah. No. Uh, some demon puppy. Hey, James, it's Gloria, Emma's little sister. Oh goodness, I've recently oh. changed from homeschooling to public schooling. Congratulations. I'm in middle school, and it's not as terrible as I thought it would be. Especially now that I've started doing drugs and found a gang. <laughs> no, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Fitting right in. Baby's due in nine months. No. Um, oh, no. <laughs> sorry. I've acquired uh, a, a few good or stupid stories. Here's one of them. So I'm sitting outside waiting for my mom to pick me up, and there's this group of boys messing around not too far from me. One had the iPhone, and he was using the shooting app to shoot me. Okay, that means he likes you. Just letting you know. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's middle school. Yep. This wasn't so bad until I got some idiot who had to mention farts. So then he opened the fart app. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Idiot. That, that's what she said. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So she, he opens the fart app machine, and uh, they had some gross fun with that. Again, it was only mildly annoying. Not that horrible until they thought it would be so funny to walk past me and play various fart noises right by my head. (laughs) I seriously don't know what they thought was so funny. Maybe you or John can tell me because y'all are of the same gender. Ugh. I wish I could go homeschool again, Gloria. Okay, so John, why tell 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 this poor um, uneducated, you know, socially uneducated homeschool kid why these boys were doing that and why is that so funny? Well, first of all, they're boys. Yep. I don't know why farts are funny. They just they are. They just are. And in <laughs> I don't know why farts are funny. Yeah, they just are. It's just one of those things. It's one of those things. But uh, I'm I'm afraid I get immature when it comes to that too. So yeah, and I, and I think all of the boys think you're cute and they like you so because they don't. That's probably yeah. They if because if they didn't like you, they'd actually fart on your face. So. Yeah. No, no, they do that if they did like her, too. No, nah, I don't if know. If they didn't like you, they would, like, not even pay attention to you. They're trying to get your attention. That's what it is. They would call you bad and names. John, John's you know still living is. back in the 80s. It, nowadays, um, Can't help. they would pour pig's blood on you and stuff. 
that's from the 80s. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Hey, uh, nobody's listening. This is from Kelly. I'm going to go against the grain and not name all of you in a greeting. I know who you are, and you do too. I'm a fairly new listener, and I, unlike most of your... Oh, wait. (laughs) I read it wrong. It says, I'm a fairly new listener, and I, unlike most of your fans... No, uh, I'm a fairly new listener, <laughs> and unlike most of your fans, I did not start listening at episode one. I started in the middle, and I feel pretty good about that choice. Well, sorry. Okay. You missed out. Uh, funny is funny, even if it's not in sequence. In episode 147, John was talking about his first CD was Wilson Phillips. And while, oh, yeah. while I get that owning a Wilson Phillips CD was mo- probably mostly a teenage girl from the 80s sort of thing, I was guilty as well. It takes a true girl, a.k.a. James, to immediately begin singing the lyrics. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, baby. Hear me, darling. You're a waste of time for me. I'm trying to make you see. Baby, you just got to release me. Anyway, that in itself should be vindication for John. Thanks for the entertainment. God bless Kelly. So... Must have been some reference to uh, to an old epi. Oh, one more, and then we'll huh? Oh, one forty seven. Episode one forty seven. I'm bad, yeah. terrible reader. Thanks, Kelly. Yeah, you're awesome. Cat ladies, that's what it's called. It's from Dana. Dana says, "Hey, this is Dana, or blackout girl from the forums, or Batman hey. isn't in the pudding cup, girl." Oh. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, I have another story about my immaturity. But in regular format this time to show off my great grammar skills. Anyway, I was it was after school and I was waiting for my mom to pick me up. I was with my friend David and my friend Mac and we were kind of quiet and awkward. And I don't know why, but I have an obsession with petting other people's hair. What? See, you can only do that when you're a girl. Yeah, so if you have an obsession with petting fine. people's hair and you're a dude, you're going to jail very soon (laughs) and they have guys other guys that have obsession with cutting people's hair there too from what i hear so yo my obsession (laughs) Uh, um so i decided to put one hand on each of their heads my friends and stroke their heads they're used to me doing this but uh no one's saying anything so i start thinking of something to say to start a conversation and i just start thinking what if this is how cat ladies start out what if they start out by petting their friends' heads? And what if when their friends go away, she decides to replace them with cats? And what if we were all cats? And, of course, I'm verbalizing all my thoughts, and I'm winning some sideways glances. Anyway, thanks, guys. I was really excited when you read my story and answered my question about the weekly update bumper. And that's from Dana. Yeah, um, you need to quit petting your guy friends' heads because mm. you're doing things to them that you don't realize you're doing. That's all I'm saying. That's why I didn't say nothing. <laughs> yeah, it's just you're sending so them into a wonderful place where everything is wonderful. It's like that time when I was trying to hold a conversation with the lady that was washing my hair, and I totally just phased out because it was just like my eyes rolled back in my head. I was like, oh yeah. So yeah, we turn into cats. Actually, I think. I love cats. I love every kind of cat. Especially zombie cats with one foot missing. Oh, goodness. I'm going to rewrite that song. It's time for shout-outs. All right, we got a few of those. Uh, Hey, Ben, it's your bigger brother, Mark, writing you a shout-out. Quit hiding the toothpaste in your room. It's supposed to be for both of us. (laughs) 
You used to hide it in the bathroom. Now you're hiding in your room. The game is unfair. <laughs> so there's the shout out. <laughs> That's awesome. That'll work. I love it. Uh, I have a shout out for Captain Narthex. Make sure Nemo brings him his sandwich. I don't know what this one is. I want to send out a shout to my wow good mate, guildmate, Tinkertown, terrorist on Hydraxis from Night Striker. That's Joseph. No problem. Uh, from somebody's listening, I can't think of what to shout out. So, John, fix your flipping car. <laughs> oh, crap. I still need to do that. Uh, Barb says, Thursday, sh- shout out to my kids from Power Mom. And uh, I just want to shout out to my granddaddy who's uh, battling cancer. Love you, granddad. May Howard heal you. Love Chris, Amen. a.k.a. Captain Narthex. Absolutely. Howard Howard is a healer. So thanks for all those shout-outs. If you'd like to send a shout-out on the show, it's free, and it's awesome, and you can send it to james at nlcast.com. It's now time um, for a little bit of... Uh, Are you super squeaky? A recap song. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, my goodness. All right. There's so much... Do you have it all written down? John keeps... I do. I don't have any shout-outs, but I... No, no, that's okay. John John keeps exquisite notes. I try to. All right, I'm going to try to do something like, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. All right. Brave Reaper is a baby chick killer. Okay. Well. Okay. Little Kid Rock style here. Well, I was grown up in the Southland On a farm where my dad killed chickens with his bare hand And I thought I would help him out So I grabbed a hatchet from the house And I went to the backyard And I picked up some chickens that I thought were ready to go And I cut their minds off the rest of their body Chicken's dead now Old chicken's dead now, yeah. Daddy, are you happy with me? Daddy, are you happy with me? Are you glad that all your chickens are dead? Yeah, yeah. What do you mean Easter is canceled? I don't understand it. Oh, yeah. Do they recycle baby chicks? Can you pull the fluff off them and turn them into tweet peeps? I mean, <sighs> yeah. That's why they're so nasty. Peeps are gross because yeah. they're made from headless baby chicks. Oh, man. There you go. I'm sorry I chose that one now. All right, Maybe what you, you got? Can sing about idiots in their fart machines. Okay. Okay, here we go. Um, Felicity. Well, mom decided that she was done with me. She didn't <laughs> want to teach me at home anymore. So she threw me to the wolves at the public school. And all these things I've never seen. Like electricity and uh, refrigerated milk and boys didn't know people came in two options. Yeah, yeah. 
and I didn't know they were gross. Yeah, everything is wrong. These boys are playing my song, but it sounds like a gun going off. Yeah, yeah, and now it sounds like mom has eaten beans again, but she's nowhere around. All I hear is the sound of boys and they're giggling, and every time they walk by, they're ripping, ripping some fart. So I said the F word in my house. <laughs> Because, you know, the F-bomb is literally fart in homeschool homes. Okay. That's right. All right. Um, Take there's my a roach away. in my face. Take my breath Check it out. Evolution is true after all because this roach is growing arms and legs and heads and stuff. And you need to come and check it out. Oh, it was a cliffhanger the entire time I pinned over and tried to find a way to grab it out. But it ended up inside my mouth. Okay, just not inside on the top where my mustache hides inside my upper lip. It's not out of there yet. But now the roach has taken place of it. Oh, kiss me quick. I've got a roach on my lip. It's awesome, and I can't handle it. I'm gonna run around the bathroom floor. Cause I've never had an arachnid clone on my face before. It's the way. Mindset, jump on my face, jump on this place between my nose and my upper lip. <laughs> I can't handle it. Alright, go. What else? Okay. Future cat ladies born from people that pet guys' hairs. Hair. Well, everybody knows cat ladies are pretty weird. It's the way that they're born, apparently, in middle school. Just like an X-Man, your powers are going to come out as you pet two guys. And they're purring and you're thinking to yourself, when these guys are gone, because they surely will be gone, because you're weird, I'm going to have to replace them with two felines. Just the fact that you're thinking that shows me you're the kind of lady that's actually going to do that. Anybody that can replace people with cats have a problem. You need to probably go to a psychologist and solve them before you move out your home. Because 51 cats is enough for anybody. And your <laughs> hair is going to get some cat pee potty on it and then you won't be able to go outside and fix your stuff anymore. You'll have to wear a bathrobe every time you go out the door, which won't be often unless you're buying kitty litter. Heck with that. Let them go wherever they want. It's okay. It's alright. Because the cats are duplicating during the night. They sound like demons. You know when they're doing what they do. And they'll probably freak you out yes they do 
But that's okay because you're in middle school now and you can change things if you will. Oh, an intervention would be fine, but your friends don't mind that you pat them on the head. And that's why in five years or ten, or maybe just two, your social life will be dead. <laughs> Cat lady in the making, why don't you change your mind? Try to find the time to make some real friends instead of the feline kind. Cat lady in the making. Yes. Yeah. Anything else, or is that all, is that all we got? I don't think we can end on a higher note. My goodness, my goodness, my goodness. Guys, that's the show for today. Thank you so much for joining us and putting up with us. Whichever you're doing, if you're tolerating us or loving us, I, I can't tell. I never know. But we appreciate it either way. Thank you for being with us this evening. Um, you know what? Uh, website is podcast.nlcast.com. Don't forget to join us Tuesday, Thursday night. That's two nights from now, uh, 9.30 p.m. And uh, join us for Q Hog. Go check out uh, Raising Hope and all that. You can email us, james at nlcast.com. Call us, 295-NLCast. Facebook and Twitter, facebook.com slash nlcast, twitter.com slash nlcast, or Jay Steinklobber. Join us for a new live show every Tuesday night, 9.30 p.m. Leave an iTunes review if that's how you found us. Check out all of the NLCast podcast network shows at nlcast.com. We're talking about great shows, and we're adding more almost every month. Check out our sponsors. Thank you so much for them. All of our people that are members, Rob Gobers for our theme music. Thanks to our spouses for letting us record, even though one's in London. Thanks to our contributors <laughs> and everyone who listens. And remember, when you tell a funny life story, tell it like nobody's listening. Nobody's listening. Yeah. <laughs> Cat lady in the making. Yeah. Yeah. Cat lady in the making. Yeah. <laughs> Blackout Girl Loves You because that was her song. You made uh, her night. Yeah. Her story. 